Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. All right, today we are kicking off a new section in the book of Colossians. And as I say that, I should clarify, we aren't really shifting gears in Paul's argument of how our union with Christ should impact our lives, but we are shifting focus. So if the last section was high-level habits and characteristics that need to change in our life, this new section is still communicating about our union with Christ, but in light of our relationships. Specifically, it is in light of our closest relationships. If we have died to ourselves and we now live for Christ and with Christ, how does that affect how we engage in our marriage and our home? That is what Paul is going to address next. So today, I'm going to start by looking at both verses 18 and 19 as he addresses wives and husbands. And I want to do a high-level look at marriage, and then we'll take each of the verses one at a time in the coming episodes. So this is Colossians 3, 18 and 19. Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. So here's our question for the next few episodes. How does our union with Christ impact our marriage? How does our union with Christ impact our marriage? Because in the last verse, Paul just said that all of life should be impacted by our relationship with Jesus. So what does that look like in marriage? Well, the starting point for this has to be our foundational thinking of what marriage is. In fact, why don't you take a second and consider, what is marriage? You can either think through a definition for marriage that might be coming to mind, the meaning of marriage, the purpose of marriage. But what comes to mind when I ask, what is marriage? That question has massive implications for how we engage in marriage and the value of marriage. And honestly, it is easy for us to have wrong views of marriage, even as Christians. One of the main misconceptions that I see is that most of us, deep down, believe that marriage is a relationship that should make us happy and it should satisfy us. Does that sound familiar at all? I don't think all of us would say that is true. In fact, I'm going to argue in this episode that that is not true, and yet I still somewhat believe it's true in my own heart. When challenging moments come in my own marriage, I somewhat think that is unfair. It isn't right that I should have to do this if it isn't making me happy. Or when I was still single, looking to get married, I somewhat assumed that it would be the thing that satisfies me. I would finally have someone that would always make me happy and I wouldn't feel lonely or desiring other relationships or having any issues like that. And that simply didn't happen. And when it doesn't come true or you realize it doesn't make you feel warm and fuzzy all the time, if our view is that marriage is for our happiness and satisfaction, then we will be distraught and devastated. Do you maybe struggle with a view like that at all? Whether you're married or not, do you tend to struggle with the foundational view of marriage, believing that it should make you happy and God should provide it for you so that you are satisfied? I would suggest that is a devastating view of marriage. 
It will not only disappoint you, but it will crush your spouse and it will leave you less satisfied and content than ever. We need a better option. We need a better view of marriage that can produce flourishing marriages. Thankfully, the Bible gives us a better, more beautiful picture of marriage. Throughout the Bible, but especially in Ephesians chapter 5, we see what I'm calling the drama of marriage. Now, by drama, I don't mean all the drama that can come in life because of your marriage. Okay, so not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a drama, like a play or a story. Because what we see in part when God creates the first marriage in the Garden of Eden, we are told explicitly in Ephesians 5. Here's the Bible's answer of the question, what is marriage? The Apostle Paul says it is a play depicting the ultimate marriage of Christ and his church. Ephesians 5.32, speaking about marriage, Paul says, this mystery is profound. And I am saying that it, marriage, refers to Christ and the church. So consider this. Marriage is not ultimately about you and your happiness and your fulfillment. Marriage is about telling the world a story. It is as if all the people in your life have come to watch a play throughout your life that is called your marriage. And your marriage isn't just depicting two star actors, but it is about portraying a beautiful story. It's depicting the story of Christ's union with his bride, the church, us. What if that was our default foundational view of marriage? What would change about your view of marriage or your marriage itself, maybe, if you saw yourself not as needing to get everything from marriage or from your spouse, but being a role in a greater play? That it isn't ultimately about you. It's about you portraying something more beautiful. But even with that being true, here's the cool part about God. When marriage doesn't become ultimately about you, it doesn't detract from marriage. It actually enhances your joy in marriage. Because if that is what marriage is, then when you try to ask it to be something that it's not, like all about you and your happiness and your satisfaction, that is when it is crushing and unsatisfying. But when you play your role in the drama of marriage, then is when you can find life and flourishing and joy and contentment in marriage. So the next two episodes, we are going to see Paul cast you into the drama of marriage. Women, you are cast into a certain role to play as a wife, and men, you are cast into a certain role to play as a husband. And as we get into that, let me give you one final encouragement. This is not going to be about you merely dutifully doing your role. This is about you joyfully living in God's design and call for you. Whenever we do that, we experience joy and life. This is about living out your union with Christ in order to more joyfully flourish and glorify Him. And if that is our goal, glorifying Him and enjoying Him and all that He has for us, Then we can come to these next two verses with anticipation and excitement. And if we have this view of marriage, then we can more beautifully play our parts in the gospel drama of marriage. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.